You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Visit bpn.fm to discover more. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Ann Juliet Podcast. Today, Jerry Mitchell and Ann Juliet choreographer Jennifer Weber talk about the power of dance in storytelling. Jen, Jerry Mitchell here. Hit me, baby, one more time. Let's talk about your show. Anytime, anytime. (laughs) Ann Juliet, I saw the show prior to the pandemic here in the UK. I was just, I was blown away. I loved everything everything about the show. I came out of the theater. I took a picture of the marquee at the Shaftesbury Theater and I made a post and I said, get ready world because this show is going to roar across all seven continents. It's called Anne Juliet and it's coming for you and it is full out. And so congratulations. Tell me about your experience making this incredible musical. Thank you. I mean, yeah, it has been, to be honest, like the absolute best experience of any creative process because this is like my dream show. You know, this is like a show that has so much choreography, so much storytelling, so much positivity, so much energy, so much love. And like all that started in the creative team and then just continued on stage. Was this your first Broadway show? Is this your Broadway yeah, debut? This is my Broadway I, debut. <laughs> I, well, what a sh- what a show to make a Broadway debut with! Congratulations on that too. Thank you. It's yeah, I, I never, you know, like because I sort of started as a choreographer, I was not a dancer first. So I didn't have like a dance career. I didn't have a career as like an assistant who became an associate. So I just sort of started. Like like me, I had to work my ass up 17 years to get to Broadway. And you just bust the board, doors down with Anne Juliet. <laughs> I mean, I definitely worked worked on all different things to like lead myself to this point. But like, you know, to just sort of get thrown into the world of Broadway with with such a yeah. massive show. It's just like, wow, like so much to learn. <laughs> well, tell me a little bit about your personal style. I think I know what it is, but tell me what you think your personal <laughs> style is. I mean, when when people ask me, like, what is my personal style? Like, I always think of myself as a storyteller. And, like, I think of storytelling as my style, you know, like that, that I sort of, you know, look at what is needed for this moment, for this character, for this group. What can we what can we do to empower the cast to tell the story? And. That's sort of where I sort of start everything is from that place of like, how do I empower people to feel amazing, to be able to communicate what we want them to communicate in this moment? Okay, so I, as a choreographer watching your work, 
when I look at Anne Juliet, I feel it is extremely well based in a hip hop style, right? I mean, Broadway hip hop, your style hip hop, whatever you want to call it. It's certainly got a more modern take and a more hip hop style than most Broadway shows you see. So just thinking of that, did that come to you because of the music? How did you get your vocabulary of steps in which you were going to tell your story? I mean, you know, my my background as a dancer and as a choreographer was really coming from hip hop. Um, and I think there's like such an interesting sort of like parallel in hip hop and in theater because like hip hop is really comes like from the people and as a as a movement of of communication and character if you think about like the roots of hip hop in the beginning and and this this vocabulary that people were using to like give themselves a voice mm-hmm. and this idea that no one wanted to do the exact same move that somebody else wanted to do they always wanted to top each other and create their own moves and like be the person who like you know was the was the spark of this whole thing well you just start the show with that exact idea because now i've seen the show a couple of times and it never starts the same way because there's a different actor who takes the front and center and does a different move because they're telling their version of the story their version of hip-hop and you watch all of these different people and it's it's always like what are they going to do oh my god that that dancer's amazing that dancer's amazing you're allowing them to express themselves individually which i also love in any musical Absolutely. And like, you know, I I think that's what's so exciting is like when you have a cast that has such a range of of movement styles within them. Right. We have some people who are super hip hop. We have some people who are super musical theater. And it's like I want to celebrate all of that in the show. You know, I don't want everyone to do every move exactly the same way with, you know, I want people to bring their own story to it because that's, that's what this show is about, right? This show is about a company of players telling this story and, and each player has their own perspective on everything that's happening on the stage. And, you know, also each player has all their own like movement style that they're like putting on top of everything that I'm giving them movement wise. And that's what's so magical is that like, because what they're giving to each person is authentic to that person, that I think that that's what makes the energy just explode. It's like, no one's trying to be someone else. You definitely embrace that with your choreography and also with your casting of the show, because I've seen it now with a couple different different casts and you know it's so individual so I'm going to ask you a question that I get asked as a choreographer all the time and I always have a terrible answer for it but I'm going to see what you have to say in the show and Juliet tell me what was your favorite number to choreograph there is something that I feel about Roar that is so unique and it's something that like I remember the very first day when I was choreographing Roar and I was I had an amazing skeleton crew in New York of some some of my best 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 friends who are helping me out and we just started like with this this movement that's like it's not really a move it's more like a feeling and it just started building and it's like the way that that movement feels and the way that movement then generated the entire number of Roar and where that number sort of like sits in the show. And then 
the way that the cast feels while doing Roar. Like, it makes me so emotional just, like, thinking about it because it's, like, it's all about finding your own strength and finding your own voice because that's what happens in that moment in the show. Juliet is really, like, she's telling Shakespeare, I'm not done, I've got more to say, and I'm going to say it myself, and this is how I'm going to say it. And then we explode that, that feeling from literally from Juliet into a diamond that explodes with more and more and more people building. And then the whole stage is like, we just take over and you really feel the individuality of each of the players and how they connect to Juliet and how they have their own story. Okay, Jen, in Roar, I remember specifically watching one beat of your choreography and it reminded me of something that I tried to accomplish with You Can't Stop the Beat in Hairspray. I tried to make the steps simplistic enough that anyone in the audience, my grandmother, could come to the show and think, I can do those steps and start joining in. I'm moving my hands back and (laughs) forth and I'm on a diagonal. And it started (laughs) with one person and then it was two and it built into this power wedge that just you couldn't you couldn't ignore it. Everybody could do it. And you built it like that. So it made us in the audience believe we could do it, too. Was that your intention? That was 100 percent my intention. It's it's kind of funny because this this idea of, you know, I call it a point dance because that's what it's called in K-pop. And in, it, K-pop is sort of Uh, known for creating these point dances, Um, these sort of dances that everyone in the audience, all the fans, the super fans of the different boy bands and girl bands, they they learn these dances, they create videos of these dances, they they post the videos. It sort of becomes this like culture of a way of sort of like communicating between like the K-pop group and like their fans is like through choreography. So having spent a ton of time researching and studying K-pop, you know, this was one of my takeaways that I thought would be so successful in this particular moment with Roar and with this very simple sort of gestural choreography that um, that the whole audience could pick up on. Because there's something, you know, in the same way that the K-pop fans want to feel like connected to their favorite idol group, I felt the audience wanted to feel this connection to Juliet and the players. And the way to bridge that gap was through this movement. It gives everybody in the audience that emotion. Yeah. It really, it just washes over the audience. I always say, it's like a tsunami of love. You send it yeah. out and everybody gets it. Here's another question for you, because I think you did this in such a brilliant way in the show, both times I've seen the show here in the UK and in America, is principles who have to dance, who aren't necessarily dancers. And that is a really, people forget that choreographers, it's easy to choreograph on a dancer who can do your steps. Yes. But your job also is to make the principals look like they know what they're doing. And a great choreographer, Michael Bennett, once said to me, if they don't look good, you don't look good, so you better change your step. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Ch-ch-ch- 
ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. So, my question for you is as you were originally creating it here in London, Did you take that into account for each principle? Did you craft the steps to fit the person, the actor who had to play the part? That must have been part of your process. Absolutely. And to be honest, it's like, it's one of the parts of the process I like the most, you know, I find it, I find that collaboration working with, with the principles one-on-one to just be so, um, so interesting because they think, you know, they think differently than, than we think about choreography. Like they think about the movement, you know, in a different way. And sometimes they're kind of nervous about it. Like, like the amount of times I've had people come up to me and be like, I'm not a dancer, you know? And I'm like, well, you're in a musical, so you're, (laughs) you're gonna be dancing, you know? Um, but I, I love that. And I love working with them and like finding, like cracking it open for them and, and, and having them find, find their voice and their character's voice. Um, and I think in Anne Juliet, it's like, you know, especially like with like the boy band number and having all, all those principals who yeah. are in the boy band, that is a lot of choreo, you know. What I loved about what I saw in your work was I saw actors dancing. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, that was another great thing, great lesson that I learned from Jerome Robbins. He said, I would rather watch an actor dance than a dancer try to act. Yeah. And what what he meant was it's all storytelling as you as you said earlier. It's yep. all about storytelling. So those people who tell the stories, the actors on stage and you want that in your principles but you also want it in your ensemble. Those actors are really what are going to sell your moves. I think at first the principals are nervous and then by the time we get you know, a, a week or two into rehearsal, they're they're like on the side, being like, tr- you know, trying to learn some freestyle practice, from, practice, practice. yeah, from like some of the other dancers. And it's just, you know, it's all about the environment. Like, I think that's what's so important about making a show is like creating a great environment in which people feel free to take chances. Yeah, and people absolutely. feel free to make mistakes and to be bad before they're good, you know. And and that's something I'm am so proud of of our company and our team, our creative team of of Juliet is just continuing to create these magical environments where it doesn't matter what your background is; it just matters where your heart is. And if your heart is open, like you could come at this material and find your and find your way in, because I think it's all in Max's music that Max is like all heart. Do you listen to the music and does the music inspire? uh, Obviously, it must inspire your steps and your storytelling. Like I listen to I get a song for a score from Cyndi Lauper or whoever I'm working with. And I listen to it and I listen to it and I listen to it until pictures form in my head. And then I start to try to get those pictures out on bodies. Is that how you operate or do you do it differently? 
I think it really depends on like what the what the number is, you know, and like yeah. what where we're sort of at. Like sometimes um, I might start with a concept, or I might start with a visual, or I might start with a breakdown. It it, it really depends, you know. But the, the thing about this show in particular is. Um, I didn't really do the same amount of like listening and listening and listening because I knew all these songs, yeah. you know, so I didn't really need to like, I, I almost felt like I was a step ahead, you know, because right. I, I had danced to those songs so many times, whether just like at a party or, you know, playing them in, in warm ups of classes or, you know, these are, these are songs you like, you know, in your bones, you know? Yeah. So it was more, it was more like visual and narrative. And then for me, the moves, like that's sort of the part that I find, like, I don't really know how it happens. Like what makes me choose this move or that move to go right, to go left, like to hit this, like a pocket, to hit this, like a, you know, sharp, like it's like when I, it happens, just like it happens. And then when I look back, I have no idea how it happened. <laughs> do, you ever, do you ever feel like that? Like, just Abs- like. <laughs> absolutely. I sometimes see a number and it's finished. And I go, how did that ever happen? Where did, where did, it, how did it come together? I remember making the pieces, but it's almost like you're living it. You're so in it when you're creating it. that you, the best thing you can do as a creator is create it and don't judge it. Wait until it's a finished product and then step back and do your editing. But yeah. so many creatives make a mistake. They try to edit before they finish, finish first yeah. and then edit. And I yeah. find that I find it frees you a little bit when you don't put that pressure on yourself. Yeah. Cause sometimes like, sometimes like it's the hardest part is just picking that first step, right? Like to sometimes, I mean, I remember certain things I choreograph like by myself in my apartment in front of a mirror and it's okay. I try one, two, three, and four. Uh, no, that doesn't feel right. One and two and a three, four. And mm, you know, like, and just, yeah. it's just like how you even get to those first couple steps and, and, and to not judge it and, and to, to let it be the thing because ultimately what that step is, is like only one tiny, tiny piece of the whole picture and the whole visual and, and, you know, whether it was right or left, which felt so important to you and you're like by yourself in your room is like not actually important. (laughs) So if you could say in Anne Juliet, you know, obviously the show basically dances from the first moment to the last moment. It just never stops moving, which also kudos to you for all of that, because it really is is beautiful the way you do it. But was there ever anything that really you got any place you got stuck or it was like, oh, my God, how am I going to solve that? There's definitely um, like certain certain moments in the show that, you know, I choreographed them the first time and that's pretty much what's on stage now and then there's other scenes that we have worked on and like changed and changed and changed and changed and um i think one of the ones that's been that's always been sort of a challenge for us was confident um because it comes you know it's the next like big number after blow which is such a massive number and then confident is also like a very big song but we needed the storytelling to be very different than in blow and, and, you know, to really focus on the relationship between Juliet and Francois and how we can like follow that 
journey. And also we use a lot of the rotating stage in that number. So it's like, that's always like the big challenge is when you're, when you're using that element that you don't necessarily have in rehearsal, you know, and it's like such a big piece of the number is like the stage is moving and there's all these like big pieces of furniture. And then the song is also like really, really big, but we need the number to feel really, um, almost like intimate to this place where we are in the story. And so I think that's one of the numbers that we sort of changed and changed and changed and changed. And now I feel so good about it. I feel like it's so clear. This is before Francois really has his time with May. Yes, yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yeah. They sort of bump into each other in yeah, Blow, and then it's, yeah. but they don't really reconnect till Kiss the Girl. Yeah. Um, so this is like that in between. Um, and, and I think both Luke and I felt like the original version of it wasn't quite right and that the second version of it wasn't quite right. And then we finally, I think, got it right finally for Broadway after like <laughs> after the Manchester, London and Toronto versions. I think we got it right for Broadway. <laughs> well, you know, that's the great thing about a musical is that it's 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 never done. Every time you revisit it, even even in all the productions you'll do, you'll find something that you wanna you wanna change. But it's already a hit, right? Yep. So anything you do now <laughs> is just adding to that, adding to that that hit status. You're just you so just keep true. making it better and better and better. It's everything, so true. Everything can be made better. Yes. You know, there's there's never there's never, oh my god, it's perfect, let's spray paint it and leave it. That never that just never happens. Because theater is theater's about live people and you have and you have different actors. So you have to you have to be open to making it work. And that's what's exciting, you know, and it's you're I mean, of course, you're totally right. You know, in Australia, we made a couple little changes that that I'm like, oh, I wish I discovered that earlier. You know, and, yeah. and they could be so small, you know, it could be as small as four counts. But yeah. y- you feel it. You just feel this thing where you're like, oh, and, and that and that's that's you know, so cool about making theater is that you do get to keep growing and you get to keep learning and you get to keep seeing it fresh, you know, because you're bringing a whole new fresh group of humans together. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No it's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. One last question I have for you. The work that you did is so spectacular, and it's so... um powerful, powerful movement. And how was it to create it and yet become such a huge success during this crazy time we've all been through in this pandemic and having 
for you as a choreographer, as I've experienced, having to make sure you've got backups waiting off stage who can come on and deliver the, exactly like the people who are on stage and even more than usual now because of the because of the covid stuff we and we used to have two swings maybe four now we've got eight and they yeah. all have to be trained and they all have to be ready to go into all the roles I mean, you know, we are so lucky to have such an incredible group of swings, of dance captains, of associates. You know, it takes a village. And I think, um, you know, I'm so grateful to the swings in our company and our dance captains. Like, they work so hard and they're such unicorns. They're just magical unicorns who can do all these things. And something I think is really exciting about about Juliet is, you know, all of our swings, they have character names, they have their own costumes. um, They have certain moments that they do when they're on, they do their version of that moment. So like I was able to choreograph multiple versions of that opening solo because each of the swings have their own version of that solo, you know, because it's not about everyone doing it the same. Like I said, it's about everyone doing it their own way. And I think our show really, really celebrates those those people. I certainly celebrate those people. But I think as a show, as a company, we really we really celebrate those people because theater would be nothing without them. And when you find those people, it's like you just have to hold on to them and, and make them know how special they really are. Because, you know, sometimes I think it's hard for them because they don't always get to do, you know, all the big press hits or, yeah. you know, there's uh, they might not be on stage on opening night. And, and I think that's it's really hard, but you know, we, we brought all of our swings out on opening, you know, to, to yeah. join in, in the, in, in can't stop the feeling and, and to celebrate them. Well, it really shows the energy, the energy the other night when I went to see the show in New York was, you know, off the charts, the cast was having a ball and you feel that in the audience. And so Absolutely. congratulations Thank on you. a huge success, wishing you continued success and a fabulous spring season in New York and beyond. And um, it's lovely to meet you and chat about choreography. Absolutely. My favorite topic. It's so great. <laughs> it's so great to, to, to get to talk to you. I mean, I've, I've watched your work for, for quite a bit of time. And it's just, I mean, just it's so impressive. All like the amazing shows you've made and the amazing work you've created and your ability to, you know, have gone through being a dancer to a associate to choreographer to director, director choreographer. Like, it's just it's so inspiring because that's you know something I hope that I could that I could have that kind of that kind of career as, as you we keep are moving. you are well on your way well on your way thank you so much thank you for listening to the Anne Juliet podcast join us next time when Kenny Leon talks to Anne Juliet director Luke Shepard Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work 
or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R E R I S E T H E A T R E dot org because only together we rise. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.